Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of a Skyrimatic podcast. This is the roundtable feedback episode for session four of the inaugural Skyrim special edition roundtable. Uh, today we're going to be talking about four pretty significant quests in the uh, main quest line. It is Alduin's Wall, the Throat of the World, Elder Knowledge, and Discerning the Transmundane. Uh, this is Pat, I'm driving the show this afternoon, and I am joined by Victor. How you doing, hey, Victor? how's everybody? I'm great. Uh, thanks for joining in, Victor. Also joined by Marcus. Hi, guys. Marcus, good to talk to you. And by Colin. My apologies, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dirty job, Colin, but somebody's got to do it. We're glad to have you. All right. Well, uh, so we, we don't have a we don't have a whole ton of uh, listener feedback. A couple couple good uh, good comments from a few different folks. Uh, but uh, before uh, before we get into that, maybe uh, we'll just do just a just a little catch up on what what everybody's been up to. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, latest uh, latest gameplay, latest mod action, uh, whatever else is going on, um, Colin, uh, you were you were sharing with me right before we started. You've been spending a, a fair amount of time in ESO. Uh, has that been have you done uh, anything in, in Skyrim proper? You mostly been uh, online. No, I just been online, uh, chatting away with one, uh, doing some ESO stuff, playing around, picking up um, some motifs and some decorations for the house which i haven't bought yet because i haven't got enough money because um my character is jonaria arcvalen and she's kind of fancy so she, she she's waiting <laughs> to get enough money to get the fanciest of fancy houses so she's got a way to go to before she can afford one of the big estates um, they're all empty uh, too aren't they when you yeah. get them yeah you can you can pay real cash money to buy them. Like you can buy crowns from the crown store and then use those to buy your house, and then you can use those to buy your decorations. But obviously, real men like one and myself won't do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll use <laughs> in-game money and in-game gold uh, and earn it the honest way. Whatever. And um, we'll. Um, yeah, we, mostly you have to do it by thieving. If you don't thieve, you won't find enough crap. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely don't have your a goody two two a goody two shoes character because when it first started, you were allowed to open up any container and every container and pull whatever was out. I was in it out. I want to walk away with it. But when they brought in sort of like the thieves guild and a crime thing, um if you pull it out in front of it and steal it from somebody, you will get attacked by the guards and sent to prison. Well, wow. actually just killed. Oh, so, wow. That uh, seems suboptimal. And, yeah, so uh, all the good stuff is basically in those containers that are in the towns. You can find them in dungeons, but they're more prevalent in towns. So you want to do some thieving to get the really good stuff. So there's not a bounty system like there is in Skyrim? Yeah, there is bounty system, but uh, it's kind of instant. The guards, I, they don't really sort of like ask you to hold. I think they just attack you. I haven't done, I haven't been caught much. Uh, have I escaped once? Haven't been killed. Sort of like literally, when I get a bounty, I just hang around outside the towns, kill stuff out there, do quests, and wait until my because over time your bounty will run out. The longer it goes on, then it disappears. 
So is is the bounty by uh, by by town rather than like by hold or what's? Uh... No, I think it's it's all over the place. But if you you only the town guards are only in towns, so ah. you, they won't chase you out into the wilds continuously. I've only just started to uh, try to ease my way into it. It's there's a lot to lot to learn. Yeah, I mean it's it is huge. The world. I mean everything that you can do. It the three different factions you can go with, all the different races. So the best advice I can give you is just go as slowly as possible and don't even look at the rest of the world. Don't try and do everything all at once. Get it so you're nice and comfy and then just trot along at your own pace because to be able to do everything will take you like four years to be able to do everything in the game. Yeah. It's it's not something that you're supposed to get max level in in like three or four months like you do in Skyrim. Literally, you it's a... Four years, I would say, it would take you to do everything in that game. <laughs> yeah, I've been taking it in little sips. Yeah. So, so can you? Uh, is, is there still a window to port over a, a character, or is that was that a one-time thing that's already passed? That's a one-time thing already passed. Yeah. And I, I hadn't the the option. I didn't have an Xbox at the time, so I've still got my PC character and I've got my xbox character but you can link accounts right because i when i when i signed in with the xbox because that's where i'm playing now um it offered me the option to uh to link my account i'm not sure what that meant but i said yes anyway <laughs> so. yeah no it, that uh, links your account with the i think like with your microsoft and stuff like that but you can't pay for your subscription for the PC and that cover your Xbox subscription. You have two separate sub- subscriptions. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that I got. It's just, I thought maybe I, at, the, at first I thought perhaps I could, I was going to be able to use the character that I had started on the PC, but that wasn't the case. So, no. uh, but, uh, anyway, it's, yeah, I, I pressed the, the button that said link your accounts and I, I didn't know what it did. So I just went, Struck my shoulders and carried on going. Yeah. It, it didn't sort of, I think it just says, all right, well, congrats. You got, now got two subscriptions. Yeah. So went, all right. Yeah. But then I canceled. Uh, I bought, used my ink because every month they give you a certain amount of crowns. I think it's like 1500 once a month. And where I had subscribed for so long, I could use those in, in-game crowns to buy all the D- DLCs outright. And then I just cancelled my subscription, so I still have everything that I played, and everything's all saved in all the DLCs that I played with my PC character. But he doesn't have to subscribe anymore. Oh, that's so nice. Eight ninety nine per month. Nice. The only advantage with PC is that you can buy. Uh, me and one were talking about it yesterday. Uh, you can buy a lump sum of subscription on PC, but you can't on Xbox. Hmm. You you can only pay exactly what they say a month. So, like, you have to pay. I think it's us. It's eight ninety nine a month. Uh, But if you and and that's every month, whereas PC you can buy six months in advance and get it for slightly cheaper, and get a year subscription for even cheaper than that. Oh, okay, all right. No, I've been threatening one for a little while that I was going to start ESO, but uh, I haven't got around to it at the moment. 
<laughs> I, was, I was saying to Pat earlier on, I was trying to brag to one about what I, something that I'd done in ESO, and I said it was kind of redundant. Uh, bragging to one about something that you've done in ESO is like bragging to <laughs> about being able to download a mod. So, <laughs> so very, very, very pointless. Yes, yeah, yeah. He, he literally <laughs> has done everything. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I've done that. Oh, okay. I've I done that and three different characters. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going to kill a monster. Oh, too, too nice. Oh well, well, well cool. That's, that's uh, you know, I, the other thing I'd ask Colin right before we started was just sort of the the the, the quantity of like you know like gamer kitties you run into because that that's the part that that's the part that kind of scares me away from from online gaming is that you know it's, I just wouldn't want to have any uh, I, you know, I just wouldn't have any interest in in, in being you know, thrashed by uh, you know by by people who are much better or much you know more experienced at the game you know than, than I am I don't, and I don't know if that happens. Colin was saying that doesn't happen to him very often. It doesn't seem to be that kind of game. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's not like it it is a game. It seems to me anyway, it's, it's, it's an MMO that you can really play as a single player uh, without worrying about much. Unlike like Guild Wars or some of the other ones where um, uh, it's really designed to be played as a, as an MMO. Yeah. Um, So which is good. I mean, that's that. That seems to be the sort of the ethic that uh, Zenimax went for, since the Elder Scrolls really is a single player experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I would definitely vouch for that. It's a very complete solo experience. You can do so much in the world solo, and you can do. It. There's a good chunk for uh, was it uh, group uh, play, and there's a good chunk for PvP. Yeah but the majority is for single player and solo missions going along, doing your own thing and completing everything on your own. You don't have to worry about sort of like, you know, there's certain world bosses, but there's nothing uh, as you, as, as we say in, in Skyrim, there's, a, there's no lock picking skill or anything like that, that you'll need to complete a quest. It's the same uh, to be able to do all the single player quests and go through the entire game you won't need to have a group with you, not unless you go to a group instance um, place, like a group dungeon, and they're all so named. This is a group dungeon. This is a group area. You're going to need a group. But to do the main quest, you never need a group. You can just do it all on your own. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, when I was listening to some of the uh, uh, podcast back episodes when ESO, I guess, was was newish or brand new or whatever it was, I I think I think I remember people talking about like trying to challenge do some of those group dungeons solo. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that is that something that people do as kind of an extra challenge or? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Was it that there's there's uh, obviously normal caves that you run in, you do solo, and then there's one that's called uh, public dungeons, which are a little bit tougher. You get um, basically what they call mobbed. So you'll get sort of like instead of getting maximum of three people attacking you, you'll get eight or nine attacking you each time in each instance. But um, if you've built your character uh, well enough, they can take that beating and they can go through it solo in the public dungeons, which are supposed to be group, but not really. You don't have to be 
in the best gear and you don't have to have the best weapon. As long as you've built your character and, he's, and they're fairly sturdy, they can get through that public dungeon and do it solo without any worries. Same with the world bosses. You'll come along and then you'll see this big giant black skull and crossbones on it. And that's basically a world boss. And he is supposed to be taken by a group. And if you've built your character correctly, you can actually solo it. Uh, my character, she's uh, completely in light armor and carries uh, was it um, a staff and has absolutely no stamina and you need stamina to be able to block. But she can do some of the world bosses, not all, but she can do some of them. Uh, and then other times she'll sort of like, you know, go away, come back and then come back late in the late at night for me. And that's when some of the uh, American guys come on because I'm on the North American server. And then you know, I'll get two or three people and then they'll all attack at the same time and then we'll be able to easily take her down. Hmm. So if you... But then there is, there is other ones that are like group instant dungeons. This is a big group dungeon. It's supposed to be done by a minimum of four people. Go, don't do this alone. You will die. And I've gone in there solo and died instantly. So like <laughs> the, the first couple of people. But one was saying that he and his one of his guild leaders... Uh, Earless, I believe his name was. Um, he does those all solo. Wow. Uh, he can get very powerful armor sets, and he just runs through those uh, dungeons doing them solo uh, once or twice um, when he gets on and he gets some spare time to try and get the particular pieces of the armor that he needs to be able to max out his character. Jeez. And it's very, very impressive for a single player to do it because usually they say it's a minimum of four. Wow. Nice. That takes dedication. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Definitely. So if you wanted to, like if you were, if you wanted to get in the game and you wanted to game with friends, do you just have to be on the same server or do you have to have a more close connection to, to, to actual real life friends? If you want, Say if you wanted to game with Juan, do you just need his username or is it some more complicated process to, to, game, to, to do a dungeon with somebody? Yep. I just need to know his uh, his his either his gamer tag or his his character name. Um, was it? I think it's Moral Kio. I think uh, my character's name is Jonaria Arkvalen. Um and you just need that one. And you can there is no as long as you're on the same server. Now since they brought out the one Tamriel update, you can game with anybody, anywhere, any when. Nice, nice. You can go anywhere in the world. Yeah, nice system, very cool. So that's uh, oh, go, go, that's uh, that, that 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 was really helpful. Thanks for for sharing those details. I, I picked up some of that just through listening to, to some of the back catalog of the of the, of the show, but uh, hearing some of those current updates is is pretty nice. All right, uh, so uh, Victor, anything uh, anything going on before we kind of jump into content for the show? Anything you got going on? You wanna you wanna chat about? Oh, I don't know. I, I've uh, I haven't been playing my roundtable character a whole lot. I played her a bit today to work on on some stuff, but uh, I've been messing around with uh, Skyrim SE a lot lately, um, trying to work that out because I just upgraded my uh, my computer a bit. I put a 1070 in it, and uh, so I've been I've been trying to kind of. Um, Stretch the legs of the 1070, I guess, is the best way of putting it. <laughs> um, and throwing a lot of crap at it to see, see how it does. Um, and it's pretty amazing. Uh, so, so I spent yesterday just 
throwing a ton of mods at uh, at SE, lots of textures and everything I can throw into it, and uh, and it's it's doing pretty well. It's really pretty when you know when you get it sort of dialed in with an ENB and stuff. I I think. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't all that impressed with with the upgrade when it, you know, just vanilla. Um, in terms of comparison to you know Legacy Skyrim with a good ENB, um, but I thought they sort of overdid some things. The the God rays were overdone. It was kind of uh, they put a little too much sort of covering mist in there, and and they oranged things up too much in the mornings and the evenings. Um, but once that's balanced out, uh, it looks pretty amazing. Uh, so that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's my, that's my life with Skyrim is, is just sort of tweaking the game, not really playing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that's what I've been doing. And actually I, I've just, to, for anybody who's, who's watching this sort of thing, I, I, there's, there's a, a mod that I had seen and hadn't really played with until recently. It's very simple. It's called warmth. Um, and it's a it's a wonderful idea. Anybody who is familiar with uh, vanilla Skyrim armor, um, notably the uh, studded armor and the scaled armor, um, will know that it looks utterly ridiculous when you're uh, prancing around in this cold environment with your bare chest covered mm -hmm. with this you know leather thing over your heart and and a, a skirt of fur. Um, so warmth makes gives you an option to make several of these armors including the uh the sleeveless leather armor into sleeved and uh, armors so they they don't the, doesn't change the values any doesn't uh you know bu buff them up or anything like that they're still vanilla values uh but they look superb they're really really well done and and uh it just makes you know wearing that scaled armor look more realistic when you're running through a blizzard <laughs> um so uh, highly recommended it's called warmth and i'm not sure if it's available for legacy or or if it's se only but uh, uh it's something worth looking up it's, and do you know is that pc only or i i haven't looked for it on yeah. xbox yet i think it might be pc only right now um but that that uh will probably change it's a good enough mod that i i would I suspect that the if the author is into it, that they will um, they will put it on Xbox eventually. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but that's that's basically been all I, all I've been doing. I'm working on a project, but I won't really talk about that at this point. So, if you had it, well, uh, if, you, if if you don't mind asking, are you guys having any luck with your uh, with your mod talk uh, feed yet? Is or you guys still having hangups with that? It's uh, that's in stasis at the moment. Uh, oh, sorry so, to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So, for for various reasons, not just because of the uh, 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 the issues with talk shoe. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. My only problem with those um, frostfall mods and stuff like that is when you get to places like Dawnstar and the bastard working on the smelter is just standing there in a pair of ragged trousers and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I had was it Frostfall installed, Cloaks of Skyrim, and um, what should we call it? Um, what's the one that uh, Winter is coming? 
So they oh, had yeah, like the yeah. big fur cloaks, fur, yeah. fur cloaks. I went, oh, this will sort it out. I got to Dawnstar, and he's standing there. All right, yeah, he's wearing a big fur cloak, but not and pair of ragged trousers and nothing else. So he's still wearing <laughs> a fur cloak. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure he's just not a man's man. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I think he might actually be Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> or from Newcastle. Anybody <laughs> from Scotland or Newcastle, they're like you know, they've got antifreeze in their blood. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a matter of what's what's in the level list and what what isn't, I guess. So, um, but and I'm pretty sure uh, that mod that I mentioned, Warmth, is Frostfall aware. If you want to, if you're using Frostfall, it's it is aware of Frostfall's. Um, you know, temperature ratings and warmth ratings, but uh, mostly it's just a visual thing, just for, uh, so. Nice. So, um, Marcus, uh, what have you, uh, what have you been up to? Any, anything to, to, to share with the crew here? Sadly, any real life stuff, unfortunately. Oh, sorry. It's, it's <laughs> really sucks so much things. when real life intrudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I've, I've literally not picked up a game in what, two, maybe three weeks now. Oh no. Wow. So yeah, yeah. I, I think my Xbox is gathering dust. To the oh, oh, wound, wound right to the heart. Well, uh, well, why don't, uh, maybe uh, Marcus, well, maybe we'll stick with you. Uh, maybe we'll uh, turn over, pivot over to uh, talking a little bit about uh, a little bit about uh, about characters here. Um, uh, maybe uh, just a little quick refresh. Uh, Marcus and Colin were, were uh, uh, Victor and Colin were on the the last regular show episode. I, I missed that one myself. So maybe you and I can give a, a quick character refresher before we start jumping into uh, to quest feedback. Uh, so Marcus, what's your uh, what's your roundtable character? So my round, my roundtable character was uh, called Tanis Katrin. Um, he is a rune mage. Um, so I I put on a few few bits and pieces. His uh, ordinator and uh, what was the other one, Colin? It was um, apocalypse uh, for the spells. apocalypse. Yeah. So that really basically made my character in essence because the role that I got um, was heavily on the magic and um i uh i picked out i think it was rune specialization at that point as well so really in the end um that that pretty much made my character so um i think i've gotten about as far as the last um the last show where um i think we'd just gone through and gotten the horn of jürgen windcaller and all the rest of it I think that's about as far as my character had gotten at that point. And then uh, pretty much uh, life got in the way at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, 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 as soon as you said it, I remember all the, 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 the fun stuff you've uh, been doing with runes. That sounds like that's uh, mm-hmm. so that is that now that that's ordinator that adds that, that does all the, the different rune destruction mechanics. Is it ordinary? Which, which of the two ordinator or apocalypse? I think it's apocalypse, isn't it? That does all of the uh, spell Spell yeah, bits and the, pieces, and then ordinator yeah. changed the way that it was um, put together. Yeah, applied. Yeah, the uh, mm. ordinator is a, is the perk overhaul mod, so it changes all the perks, and it adds to runes that you can increase how many you can lay down and increase how far away you can put them. Mm. So you could literally be above somebody and then lay it down above them, or if they're above you, you can throw it up onto the wall next to them. 
Yeah, there's a there's a small branch of the destruction tree devoted to runes uh, in, in order. order. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I was I was uh, I, I've still not really played with any of the serious mods because I've been sort of achievement whoring a little bit with my uh, character, so staying pretty vanilla. But I was watching uh, a Twitch streamer play around with the ordinator, and at least the particular, I want to say, I think he was in destruction. Uh, the, the the particular one he was in the the tree was was not only different but it was also looked like it was a lot more complicated is that or a lot more a lot more dots in it you know a lot, a lot more different is that is that did I see that right or maybe, maybe I just miss didn't really see it clearly oh yeah probably yeah, yeah. It, it really does flesh it out quite a lot yeah so yeah. so you you're not going to be as likely to say you know, quote unquote sort of hundred percent a perk tree in ordinator you're going to focus on a particular path is that yeah, the same goes for for Perkus Maximus. He may have been using Ordinator. Did you say he was definitely using Ordinator? He was definitely using Ordinator, oh, although okay, he was yeah. on. He may have been on Legacy, but I assume that doesn't matter for that purpose. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a little harder, and that's why uh, the the mod author for um, uh, Ordinator has two little patches for his mod that, uh, if you want, will give you twenty uh, percent more perks or 50% more perks uh you know so that means you know if you use choose the 20% option you get an extra perk every five level ups which is i think is is reasonable and it, yeah. and uh it it really helps with those huge perk trees <laughs> um mm. so um it's the same thing that <clears throat> we used to use uh in legacy with the the community uncapper which is actually a, a heck of a lot more complex than just you know, a, a few extra perks, but uh, the uncapper allowed you to do that as well. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I can see it too that you know, even even in the vanilla game, there are certain things like uh, like like the one-handed tree, for example. You know, it's got the very specific you know, battle axe branch, the mace branch. So, you know, unless you just want to be intentionally be a jack of all trades, that's one you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna. There's no reason to get all those one-handed. You you want to get the ones that give you more damage or whatever, but all the other things you're not going to get axes if you're a swordsman or vice versa. So uh, I guess Ordinator just kind of takes that to a much greater degree. Yeah. And, and also to be sort of equalized or to be sort of fair to, to the legacy version of the, or the vanilla version of the game. I mean, uh, the, the vanilla perk trees contain a lot more multi-level single perks than, than Ordinator does. So you'll have like five levels to a single, to like the first, perk in a tree. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and so where the ordinator kind of spreads that out over a lot, there's a couple that are, you know, two levels, but that's about it. Um, so so you can sort of add those in. It's it's not like there are that many more in ordinator. There are more, but but it's it's uh, um, so anyway. Yeah, yeah. That that, that makes sense too, because yeah, like uh, destruction, what you got one to five for uh you know for some of the things and you know two or yeah. three levels yeah and that, that that makes sense yeah that's something i'm definitely going to play around with all of right now i'm kind of i've actually sort of detoured back into to, to, to fallout because we're some stuff we got going on the we're going to be going on in the fallout beat in march so uh uh a bit i i, I was pretty intense with skyrim through probably about into january mid into january um trying to work on my, uh, my Xbox achievements. It's, it's inside. I only have two achievements left. Uh, so, uh, uh, so my, so my character is, uh, is uh, Banya Diadanth. She's a, a, a Bosmer 
uh, a female Bosmer with uh, key key skills of archery, destruction, and sneak. So she is a sneaky archer by definition, uh, with some with some destruction magic. Uh, she's uh, her class is is, is warlock. Uh, alignment is good, and the, the Leverstone. Um, she she married uh, Octiev Sam, which is a really interesting match when you think about a, a, a young <laughs> young yeah. young Bosmer and this crusty old uh, human, uh, nor, crusty old Nord. Crusty uh, old drunken Nord. Drunken Nord. That's right. He's cleaned up though. He's 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 bringing in reliable income with the store. So he's oh uh, good for him. I think the store is keeping him busy and out of trouble. <laughs> uh, she's adopted uh, Blaze from Solitude. Uh, she also picked up uh, like everybody else did. She picked up uh, uh, Belindrel uh, Hall like everybody else seemed to. Although since. I did these four quests so long ago. I really almost have no memory other than, other than just how long they were. Um, but uh, she's, 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 uh, uh, you know, there's sort of a good and the bad of it. I mean, I sort of took her away from uh, sort of a strong RP thing and said, what the hell, I'm just going to go achievement whore. And so of course, when I start when I made that choice, I mean, I just sort of just started ticking off quests. So it's a, it sort of just, it, it sort of went away from the art around level 45 or so. I just said, you know, the hell it. I'm just going to dive into, to starting to cross off quests and, uh, and, and, and get achievements knocked out. So that, you know, that, that kind of took away a bit of the RP mechanic. It's still, it's still fun because it's a it's stuff that to me is completely new since I'm new to the game, but, but also stuff that I, I definitely see, oh, gee, I really want to come back. Like, like Dark Brotherhood, for example, like it's, it's really not in her nature of true rp nature to do the dark brotherhood but i said oh what the hell i'm just going to cross off that quest line with her um and uh you know so but i, but I definitely do want to you know we're looking forward to coming back and picking up some of those quest lines with a more uh, a character that's more uh more focused on on those kinds of things like she doesn't fit in the companions either but i went ahead and did that just and did the stupid werewolf you know the werewolf achievement which i don't i don't, I don't know if you guys i don't recall it, it any of the a lot of talk about being a werewolf in any of the past shows it doesn't seem like most of the a lot of the community is super into being a werewolf i don't know about you no, guys it's, no it's fine a lot of people have a problem with it but it's it's not that hard um i heard you talking about it on the fallout feed uh, although you do only transform for 90 seconds if you kill somebody and eat them it extends the time you stay as a werewolf yeah. So if you go out at night and literally go on a mad hunt to all the uh, bandit camps and all the bandit caves that you can find, bear in mind you won't be able to loot anything while you're a werewolf. So you can, you yeah. can actually get pretty f- high up in all the uh, the perk trees, get a lot of perks from going yeah. around and eating all the hearts. Um, but you will have to do some quests again with... Ayala, uh, uh, Ayala, to be able to get some of the perks. Yeah, yeah. So, well, no, well, actually, I so when I went, so I found I discovered that you know, not long after recording that follow up feed, I, I did just this set. You know, what the hell with it? Uh, I, I I branched off and I I did a, a uh, picked up with a character. And I said I'm just gonna. So I I started running one night. I just started running around all of uh, all of Skyrim uh, as a werewolf and a. I think I might've gotten every perk, but one in like literally like one rampage, because just what you said is as, as you eat the hearts, you, 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 you extend the transformation. I think maybe one time I, I transformed back into a human or you know, elf in her case. Uh, uh, and, uh, but, but I don't think now, now if you want, if you want the different totems, you have to adventure with the elf, yes. but, 
but you you can get the perk without actually having the totem. Yes. Okay. But yeah. It won't do, yeah, it won't do you any good. And, right. But I just I wasn't I wasn't at all interested in extending my my actual like sort of quote unquote RP time is where I just wanted to cross off the Xbox achievement. So I I, I didn't go get any of those totems. I had I had the I had the perk dot, but I didn't actually have the totem power that was associated with it. So and and once I realized that 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 actually wasn't that hard, yeah, you just basically go around. and once you get a once you get a couple of the uh, enhancements because early on, like I said, I was level sixty or whatever when I was doing this. You know, the leveled enemies were were killing me pretty hard, but then once I got a couple of the werewolf perks and buffed up a little bit, pretty much nothing was killing me. And then you get then you also get the one that lets you eat animals, and that becomes even easier because you can kill the elk and the deer and the foxes and the bears and whatever, and and eat them as well. I mean, it's not as effective, but if you run across a bear, you can eat its heart too. Um, so it actually took me probably three hours of just kind of running around like a literal madman <laughs> and, and doing that that uh, uh, that. So I got I got the I got the vampire perk, and, the, and then the, then the one that's really going to be tough is the Daedric quest. I, I think that one I may have to do with another character because I, I think I may have chosen badly in a couple of the quests because there's not, you have to get 15. And I don't think there's that many extra items in the game. Uh, I don't know if you guys have, have, have tried to get that quest on you know, the, the, the Daedric items quest. Yeah, as lo- I think as long as you haven't um, taken the Rufal Axe over bar- and killed Barbers. And you haven't, uh, and you have killed Erendor and taken the staff, then you should be fine. Which staff? Uh, that's the one up in Dawnstar where you have all the orcs and the mages. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If you, if you let the dark elf live, then yeah, you've lost that. Uh, you haven't. Got, you won't be able to get that one. Yeah, I think with 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 Barbus. You get one either way with him, right? You get the, the no. helmet one way. No, the, the, the helmet is the artifact. The Rufal Axe is clavicle vile, bending you, you over and giving you one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So the helmet is what you want for Barbus. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's good because I have the helmet. You're the only one that you, that the two are both uh, are her scene, her scene where he gives you the ring or the Savior's Hide. That's both. Both of those are dangerous artifacts. And what about uh, Azura? If you, if you keep the Black Star, is that... Does that one count? Do you know? Yeah, that's both. Both. Okay. They're, they're, they're still Azura Star. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's just right. one's uh, like, you know, you can put black souls in and then the other one is you can keep on filling white souls with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to go do a little research and check my quest log because I've got maybe <clears throat> maybe half of the 15. You know, I've got Sanguine Rose and Waba Jack and blah, blah, blah. But uh, uh, I, I, there's definitely some I haven't, I haven't touched at all. So that one, that, I, I'll, I'll have to. I have to see if I've uh, if I've blown it or if there's a chance I can uh, go ahead and do that one too. Yeah, because if you need fifteen, uh, you'll have the sanguine rose can only end one way, Wabjet can only end one way, uh, Maroon's razor you can give that up. Uh, yeah, I think I gave that up. That's that Dawnstar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the museum. Yeah. So yeah. If you yeah. Don't, if you don't kill the guy, then you've given that up. You've lost that one. Yeah. Uh, Periite can only end one way. Um, let's see the um, Shagwell's hammer. Uh, the was it uh, Malakath, like the hammer of might? That can only end one way. What, what, what about the uh, the the haunted house thing in Markarth? Um, uh, is that is that a Daedric quest or not? Yes, it's a Daedric quest. So 
uh, yeah, because that one, I, I think I might have loaned that one because I actually, the, there's the priest that you find somewhere, I forget, like he's a prisoner mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a bandit camp somewhere or a cave yeah. somewhere, and you're supposed to bring him, you're supposed to bring him to that shrine. I just killed he him. He runs there. Yeah, I just killed he, him, though. Yeah, where, back at the house or where you were? I, I killed him as soon as I found him. You go go back to the house and see he sh- might have shown up. Okay, all right. So, uh, I don't think he. Because I'm pretty sure. I mean, I haven't attacked him myself, but I'm pretty sure he he should be more or more like Bal will actually be quite happy about you killing him. Yeah, yeah. So that was you know that, that so there's a couple like that that I'm not sure that I might have screwed up. So uh, I, that that's one I may have to wait for uh, for another character to do. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, uh, so uh, Victor and uh, Colin, you guys, you guys want to give a, a real quick rundown on your characters, uh, just just for context. Oh sure. Um, well, mine's uh, Freya Hawthorne uh, Bosmer. She's pretty much the same as yours, Pat, except that she's uh, con- has conjuration rather than destruction. Other than that, she's a sneaky archer. Um, uh, her alignment uh, is I don't remember. I think she's. She has an evil alignment, but I can interpret that my own way. Uh, and she's uh, a fighter, um, so which kind of works out reasonably well. Um, and uh, she's level thirty-four right now. So, and we've talked about other things already. So, but that's that's my character. All right, and uh, Colin, your 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 legget. How is your legget doing today? Yeah, uh, my. Uh... Character is uh, Legate Clesia Aridia, uh, an Imperial. Uh, you've already, you've all met her. She was the Imperial captain um, who sent you to the block just before Alduin arrived. <laughs> uh, her specializations was uh, two-handed, um, enchanting, and pickpocket. Um, and she uses pickpocket to be able to use her skilled hands to be able to remove people's weapons, not to to remove their gold. Let's see. Anything? Nope, that's about it. Alright, very nice. Very nice. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to say. Uh, While I was playing ESO, the part I was playing through was through the Aldmeri Dominion, which is all through Valenwood, which is covered in Bosmer. And Bosmer are the most disgusting people (laughs) ever. Literally the most horrific, lazy bunch of disgusting misfits that ever graced Tamriel. <laughs> they live in squalor in their little trees that they have some magician grow out, and then they throw their junk out the window and call it recycling. <laughs> Uh, we're just throwing it out there. It's, it's there for the green. You know, it's going to sort of like help itself. They eat or drink stuff called rot meth, which is basically yeah, rotting flesh <laughs> that's yes. left to stew for about like half a year or something like that. And then they go on about eating each other or eating people's wives and everything. It's. Literally, are the most disgusting people ever. I'm sure they don't eat anyone that didn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, why don't uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll jump into uh, some 
feedback here. We got a couple of things. Actually, one one of them is not direct feedback, but uh, Colin, it's a, it's it's fan mail for you. Uh, it's a little short note from Adam from the Facebook group uh, who says, uh, "I really enjoyed Colin's College of Winterhold playthrough. Is there any chance he'd do a Dark Brotherhood playthrough?" Loving the podcast, the Facebook group. Keep up the excellent work. So, Adam, thanks for writing in, Colin. Okay. So, you got a fan out there. Put you on the spot. What's next for you for uh, for a Let's Play? I told him. I said, "Thank you very much, Adam." I, that was amazingly nice of him to to say that and posted in the group as well and it, it made my already overinflated ego even bigger <laughs> if you can believe that but i'm quite impressive so i've got quite an impressive ego too um but thank you very much adam and it was much appreciated thank you sir and i have thrown my name into the hat the only issue is it's one of the most loved um uh quests quest lines of the game so I think uh, for me, it's main is my favorite. Um, and then it's probably mages and companions for me. But for Michael, it would probably be thieves and dark brotherhood. Uh, it would probably be civil war and dark brotherhood for Victor. And um, was it, it would probably for Andrew. Bards. Uh, Bards. Yeah. Definitely he's already, bards. but he already done bards. Oh yeah, bards. yeah, but but yeah, bards is his, yeah, bards is his favorite though. It's his groove, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 Victor, you're you're on what about is it nineteen, sixteen of companions? Uh, episodes, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm up to twenty two now, and I haven't quite finished it yet. So, uh, um, and but the I think on the what's been posted is only up to like twelve or thirteen. Okay, okay. So. Uh, there'll be there'll be 23 or 24 i've only got a couple more to go yeah. i've been sort of uh taking it easy on that so uh but it's it's pretty much i've i've got it pretty much at the conclusion right now so all right very nice yeah you really enjoyed uh, right. all of them i was just gonna say finish off there yeah i've thrown my name into the hat adam and uh, we'll see what we do what we get yeah, I think uh, been no last I heard from Michael, I think there's been no 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 decisions about what's next. But uh, Victor, you probably uh, what are you what are you posting, Victor? Two or two a week, three? A week? What's your? Oh. I don't know what uh, Michael's posting them. So yeah. so I I I I haven't really paid much attention to what I think it's one or two a week anyway. So yeah. there's a few weeks left to go. Yeah. Um, I won't be doing another one. So so whoever wants the rest of them is it's up for grabs. Uh, but uh, I, I won't be doing another quest line. So, okay, all right, Adam. So thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for writing in. Um, had another uh, another email from uh, I, I guess a, a quite new listener. So we all it's always good to know that we're getting uh, new people finding the show, however they may find it. This is uh, this is from Josh. Um, uh, as he wrote this, he said he he found the podcast just three days ago. So I think that's about two weeks ago, and as we record. So Josh, welcome to welcome to the family. Glad to have you listening into the show. Uh, and, uh, Josh had a, he actually shared his, he went to, he went out to the website and rolled a round table character and nice. shared that with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really cool here. So, um, let me share what, uh, what he, he's written in here. I'm uh, thankful for the round table because it's giving me more motivation to get back into Skyrim. I'll be running a fairly vanilla, ready for vanilla game only with one mod, a realistic lighting overhaul at the beginning may experiment as I progress. Um, I'll attach my stats as any, he's got his stats in here. Uh, that he's playing a red guard uh, who will adopt Samuel. Uh, he's got he's created a good backstory for himself. His name will be Azir Naruma. 
brother of brother of Nazir of the Dark Brotherhood, uh, Perrin, named after a League of Legends champion, desert theme like the Alakir. Uh, however, unlike his brother, he does good deeds, condemning the actions of the Dark Brotherhood, specializing in block, alteration, and alchemy. He'll fight with a one-handed sword and light armor for the Empire, imbued with all manner of poisons to take out the Brotherhood, and ultimately his brother and his horrific ways. He'll reside in Lakeview Manor with his adopted son, Samuel, and will marry the lovely Morwen of the Skull people. Oh, interesting. Uh, health 2, Magic a 3, and Stamina 1. Um, and I'll mention uh, one other thing about his character, because he actually wrote in with a follow-up question. Maybe Colin, you or Victor or Marcus will know the answer to. Uh, he has a, a guardian stone of, of the Steed Stone, and he actually wrote back in, uh, had a question. Oh, by the way, he's also got the Reekling follower. Reekling warrior follower, which I, I find very amusing. Uh, those things are so silly. <laughs> uh, uh, so he, he had a couple of questions. Uh, one, one was this, uh, uh, does the steed stone reduce the noise heavy armor makes since it becomes weightless? It says no movement penalty on the wiki, but I don't know if that means the noise it makes when moving. Anybody got any insight on that question? I have no idea. I, yeah, as far as I know, no. It doesn't uh, affect your sneak skill whatsoever as far as no, no I've, I've not seen anything change on there um i'm actually looking it up as we speak as well so doesn't specify anything on any wiki about it yeah yeah if you're looking for like a quiet down then you're probably looking for the spell or the enchantment and even the enchantment uh will only like reduce the noise it won't get rid of it from all of your armor hmm now, now, does, uh, now, you know, muffle specifically, Colin, or? Yeah, muffle yeah. enchantment. So it's a muffle, uh, is muffle spell. 50%, is that right? Is, I think I, I remember. I don't, I, don't think it's that, I don't think it's that specific. I think it just says it reduces, you've got a perk that uh, reduces the noise from your armor. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking muffle, because uh, I know, Colin, I've heard you talking, I think, on a recent show about uh, stacking for 25% cost reduction items to, to get your cost to zero for, for magic spells, right? That I think, mm-hmm. I, think I heard that right. I, I wonder, because you, you can put muffle on boots and one other item. I forget. There's two items that you can put muffle on. And so can you double, can you have two muffle items and have zero noise? I, I don't know if that, I don't know if muffle works that way. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I actually, I haven't checked. I didn't even know that you could put muffle on two different items. What, could it be a, a necklace or a ring? It, it may be. It may be a jewelry or uh, maybe it, it's. I remember when I was running. You know, you know, as you do when you're grinding enchantments. You know, say, "Oh, what can I put on these? Whatever gloves or whatever, whatever I was screwing around with." All of a sudden, I was playing around with something unexpected, and it let me add muffle. I, I don't think it was a jewelry, but I want to say it was gloves. I don't know, whatever. I, but but I, I think I found that, that that you can put muffle on. Uh, on something besides uh, uh, besides uh, besides the boots. Hmm. So, uh, and then the other question that uh, that Josh had in his note, uh, and uh, speaking of the Dark Brotherhood, is it possible to do the Dark Brotherhood quest line up to when you get the twenty thousand gold reward for assassinating the Emperor, then kill the Dark Brotherhood, or do you have to decide to pick pick your side, Brotherhood or Pentanus Oculatus before that? Uh, you have to pretty much when you're in the cabin. That's when you pick your side. Yeah, uh, in in the emperor's. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, in, in the, the abandoned, the abandoned shack. Yeah, there. yeah. That's okay. when you pick your side. Um, yeah. Doesn't matter. But, uh, after that, if you don't choose that, choose to go the other way. After that, they're 
um, was it essential for the rest of the um, the quest to you anyway? You can't kill them. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Josh, thanks. Uh, thanks for writing. Keep sharing the feedback as you play along with your character. You got a little catching up to do, but uh, we still have, I think, two more shows. So you should have, uh, you should have a few weeks, uh, several weeks to get caught up if you want to keep giving us feedback as you move through your playthrough with your new character. So thanks a lot for taking time to, to write in. Um, yeah, I like the, um, the red guards in, in, was it um, in ESO? You have these um, people that you can hire. They're called hirelings, funny enough. And um, they go out and like you've got one for blacksmithing, you got one for cooking, and you got one uh, for enchanting. And they go out and they grab your materials and send them to you in the mail. But they always send them to you with a little note. And uh, one of the ones where I get my enchanting materials from, it's two. Um, was it Red Guard Brothers? And literally, you'll have one sending you notes for three days, and then the other one will send one note, uh, basically telling all what the other one said was a complete load of crap. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, was it, there was one where they were saying that um, they ran into a ruin and um, they were looking for some uh, runes for me to be able to use for my enchanting, and they ran across a um, a dragon priest. So they hightailed it out of there and it chased them out of the ruin and down the road. And only when they got halfway down the ruin did they realize that the swords could actually hurt it. Well, in which case they turned around and then chased it all the way back into the ruin <laughs> and then hacked it to death it back inside the ruin. So it was kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, it was chasing them out and then they realized, oh, wait, no. And then they chased it all the way back in again. The visual was quite funny when you're reading it. Nice. Yeah, it's, it seems like the uh, those guys are they're they're all about sort of airing their dirty laundry because you got the the one uh, the one quest line in uh, in Skyrim where those those guys are showing up in uh, in White Run looking for the for the one escaped escaped woman or whatever, and it's like, oh, come on, guys, just sort yourselves out, you know? Don't bring your dirty laundry to Skyrim. <laughs> Take care of it. All right, so uh, we have one other uh, feedback. Uh, this is from Ray. Actually, Ray, I'm not sure he's still in the chat. Ray actually popped by earlier in the chat for a few minutes. I'm not sure he's still there, uh, but Ray sent us in a, uh, a nice audio feedback. So let me get this queued up here, uh, and uh, I think you guys will be able to hear this okay. i got to play it through my phone, but let me, uh, let me get this started. So this is uh, Ray's feedback on our quest for this episode. Hello, Skyrim Roundtable. Ray here with the ongoing tale of Seradolf Stormoran and his traveling companion, Lydia. It was a long, slow... You were... I think we've lost him. <laughs> no, we're not. You've muted yourself. Yeah, decided that we needed to go there to the Sky Haven. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sirdolf says he'll you meet will. them at Skyrim Roundtable. Ray here with the ongoing tale of Sirdolf Stormoran and his traveling companion, Lydia. It was a long, slow walk from Ripton with the old man, but he's an accomplished mage, so he could hold his own in a fight. As we entered Riverwood, we found it under attack by a blood dragon. After dispatching the dragon, we talked to to uh, Esbern and Delphine and decided that we needed to go to the Skyhaven Temple. Sirdolf says he'll meet them there. After a few days in Ruta, refreshing and retooling, 
Sir Dolphin Lydia take a wagon to Markarth. Down the trail to Carthspire, they find Esbern and Delphine holding off yet another blood dragon. Wading into the frenzy, made worse with the addition of the Forsworn encamped at Carthspire, Sir Dolphin and Lydia mop up the whole mess. After all that is done, there's still a damn hagraven to boot. Once inside the cave, a couple of Akkaveric puzzles are a little resistance. Only Sir Dolph's blood will open this incredibly cool door. He has to find a way to get Lydia to let him put that on the Severn Manor House. <laughs> inside, Delphine gets impatient with Esbern, but Sir Dolph is, me- is mesmerized by the stonework. This place is in such good condition. Esbern studies the wall and posits that ancient Nords used a shout to knock dragons out of the sky. They decide he must go to the Greybeards uh, to find out more. Delphine is afraid of their pacifism influencing Tyrdolf. Not, not much chance of that. He gets a dragon slayer blessing from Esbern, and off they go. Reaching High Hrothgar, Tyrdolf talks to Angier, who reveals his stubborn fight against resisting Alduin's destruction of the of the world. He thinks maybe that's the way it should be. Cyrodolf is not ready to give up that easily. Anjir refuses to talk to him, but Ernarth reminds him in a very loud, booming voice that it's not his decision. Anjir re- relents, going outside to the courtyard and up the stairs reveals the clear sky shout. And this leads the way to the top of the mountain and the true leader of the way of the voice, Parthenax. This interesting old dragon loves conversation. Boy, does he love conversation. <laughs> Fortunately, he's got a great voice. He sends Sirdolf on a quest to find an Elder Scroll that will lead him to the source of the shout he seeks. In the course of the conversation, the dragon teaches him fire, the fire breath shout. And through meditation, Sirdolf learns to strengthen his force and fire shouts. They climb to the top of the peak mine a little bit of ore, pick up the notch axe, and back down the hill. After his confrontation earlier with Anjir, he decides that Esbern is where he will go uh, to begin the search for the Elder Scroll. They truck all the way back to the Skyhaven Temple, another dragon soul absorbed along the way. Waking Esbern, it was a wasted trip. He doesn't know where to find one and suggests that Sirdolf go to the College of Winterhold. Another long trip, Feralda, one of the mages, stops him at the entrance. And after telling her what he's looking for, she tells him that she needs proof that he's the dragonborn. A quick foose, and she's convinced. (laughs) And on her butt. A town guard heard the commotion and bravely rushed in. He was relieved it was nothing. As Feralda recovered, the guard scolded them and went back to his patrol. Feralda escorts Sirdolf to the college and tells him to talk to Maribel. He found her dressing down an uppity Thalmore mage. Talking to the Arcanium director, he is quite derogatory until he learns that Sirdolf is dragonborn. He gives us a book about a fish, a bird, an acorn, and stars that makes absolutely no sense. Then another book that says that if you're lucky enough to read an Elder Scroll, it'll make you go blind. Ureg Goshrub tells Sirdolf about the foremost expert, Septimus Sigmus, but doesn't know where or when he'll return. We will just have to go and look for him. Out on the ice flows, there's a small opening with a boat outside. 
That looks promising. Inside, Cyrodiil finds Septimus and asks about the Elder Scroll. He offers a trade. If Cyrodiil will transcribe a lexicon, Sigmus will reveal the location of the scroll. He needs to find the Dwemer Oculori, and Septimus sends him to Alftad. This is a large, sprawling ruin that never seems to end. Through a gate, there's a centurion showing no fear. Lydia wades in with Volendrum and drains him. We come across two thieves that are fighting in the next room. They're in the way and have to be dispatched. Coming across a me- mechanism that matches the orb, Septimus gave Sirdolf, the wheels turn and a stairway opens up. The stairway leads to an entrance of a huge cave called Black Reach. The observatory is in there somewhere. So much here to explore. Sirdolf and Lydia are already too loaded down with loot. They're going to have to come back and really see what this place has to discover. In the observatory, he finds a fascinating Dwemer contraption. There's a pylon that looks like this blank cube will fit. Sure enough, it is activated, and after trying a few combinations, the crystals in the center lower and split in two, revealing the scroll. Damn that, Septimus. At the same time, the the uh, lexicon transforms and is covered with unfamiliar writing. That clever old man must have known this would happen all along. As much as they would like to stay, it's off to see Septimus again. Sirdolf wants the shout that will bring down the, the dragon. One last look around the room reveals a less, a less fortunate explorer, Drokt. He died before solving the puzzle. Giving the lexicon to Septimus reveals the need for Dwemer blood, to open the vault he is trying to access. He says if he has the blood of each of the living uh, dwarven races, he might be able to trick the lock. Cyrodolf now needs to find a source. Leaving Septimus's cave, he's stopped by Hermeris Mora in the form of a wretched abyss. Seer of the unseen, knower of the unknown. This is going to be interesting. On the road near Agnes Mill, they came across Alduin raising a dragon. Vinod Ruth. He was relentless, but in the end was no match. We are attacked by every Khajiit and Argonian in Skyrim. No elves. Finally, a dark elf and a high elf in Hobbs Fall. Falmer in Stillborn Cave. Orc in Uttering Hills. Seredolf laments to Lydia, my kingdom for a Bosmer. (laughs) Finally, almost a Falkreath, and we find one killed by a cave bear. How convenient. Time to return to Septimus. That was anticlimactic. The vault opens. I pick up a book. Septimus disappears. The abyss appears. Calls Cyrodiil the champion. And so ends Alduin's Wall, The Throat of the World, and Elder Knowledge, and Discerning the Transmundane. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate that uh, really good feedback. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah. And uh, just real, real quick, and then we'll see if there's any comments. So Ray also <clears throat> added uh, along uh, this. He says, this is far, as far as I have ever been in the main quest line. From here on out, I'm in unfamiliar familiar territory. I did that when I I did that when I knew I was going to be doing the roundtable. Uh, he said he forgot to tag it on at the end, but Cyrodiil's uh, uh, spec sheet, he is level 30. Uh, he's got 83 and two-handed, 36 in alchemy. Not clearly not working at alchemy, uh, Ray. I think you're only 36. That is the <laughs> yeah. easiest stat to level. Go, go grind at that table, man. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> Fifty nine and enchanting, which is not much uh, not much harder to, to grind through. Uh, he completed the Civil War for the Stormcloaks. Uh, had Sven and Galeda as followers. Has Severn Manor as a home, and he has, still has to marry Torvar and get Lucia as an adoptee. Uh, not sure how he's going to weave all that and the Dark Brotherhood in the story, but they will be there at some point. So he must have picked up the uh, the Dark Brotherhood as his uh, as his assigned faction. So, so that's, a, that's a pity getting uh, Tovar as well, because to get Tovar, he has to do the companions. At least part way, anyway. <clears throat> so is Tor- Torvar is, is one of the companions? He's he's the guy who's always saying, uh, uh, time to go down to the, the, I don't know, the Baron Mirror. I can smell the mead from here or something like that. He's, uh, okay. he's, sort, of, yeah, he's, yeah. he's sort of a tipsy one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's he's like the companions version of uh Koznak from, from yeah. Markarth. Yeah, right. uh, so <laughs> and Ray, Ray actually is still in the chat. <laughs> he said, as a badass, it is hard to pick flowers along the road. Right. Ray, Ray, you can buy your ingredients. If you don't want to be seen yeah. picking daisies, you can buy them, okay? Right. Just can, I have can... two 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 ingredients for you. Hanging moss and blue mountain flower, and you're you're go, you're good to go. Just that'll that'll level you up really fast. What is what does that make, Victor? Oh, it makes some stupid potion that has two values that kind of conflict, but it's very valuable and yeah. it'll 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 run you up really fast. So yeah, it's not a, it's not a useful potion at all. Yeah, I uh, sl- slow I think is the one because there's there's a lot of things that make slow potions, and that those those a lot of them tend to be pretty valuable. So those are the ones that, uh, that when I'm when I'm grinding potions, I, I I try to go for the slow slow. A couple other things that I found that that, that for me work that seem like they're really common ingredients. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then of course there's the elusive salmon row that. Uh, Oh, that, that God, insane water breathing potion. S- such a pain in the butt. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I had fun doing doing that. At least the first part of that uh, discerning the transmundane because I had uh, I, I also have Lydia with me and and uh, so we, and I love Alftan by the way. It's one of my favorite uh, Dwemer ruins, especially because of that long spiral going downward where you can easily fall off to your death. Um, especially if you have companions who don't have any uh, personal space, uh, <laughs> um, you know, compunctions. Um, but uh, I got all the way through. I got into Blackreach and pretty much did the same thing. I just run through Blackreach, head right for Mazark, uh, come back to Blackreach later. Uh, got all the way through that. Got all the way out of out of uh, Mazark and realized Lydia wasn't in with me. <laughs> So, so I had to go all the way back in and find her. Uh, and she was hung up with some farmer somewhere, uh, you know, aggroed, and she, she just couldn't. So I had to free her from that. Um, got all the way back to, and I, of course, I don't fast travel, right? So, so I got all the way back to, uh, uh, to Septimus's hideout and realized I had forgotten to pick up the lexicons. No, no. All the way back again. <laughs> And I couldn't remember where Mazark comes out, and so I had to wander around for a while above Fort Dunstad until I found the, the tower where it comes out because it's not—it doesn't have a map marker. Um, so anyway, that was my uh, rueful experience with my most recent foray. Um, but I kind of want to see that see that as a mod now, where they have that um, Remus uh, Cyrodiil's head. 
moving back up as the door to your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like such a cool idea. I, I, don't, I like him arguing with Liddy. Just just pick it up. See if you can carry it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> outside and sort of like, you know, Esburn and Delphine are inside and all the heroes is just banging and clanging as she's trying to rip it off the wall. <laughs> oh, nice. I know she's butch, but she's not that butch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I really got because uh, uh, I think I think the direct line of what you have to do in Black Reach is not that much, if I remember right. But I I kind of got off track in Black Reach and wound up like going just all over the freaking place. Uh, if, if is that if I remember right that if you just want to take a beeline to what you have to do, it's not that far. Well, it's Blackreach. all the way across. It's, if you come in from Altan, you're pretty much going all the way across Blackreach to get to it. But yeah. it's, it is you can you can follow the road. Yeah, um, and eventually get there. I think that's what I'm th- thinking about. That if I just I didn't realize that you could just follow the road, and that would be a you know relatively straight shot. But I wound up getting off on sidetrack. Yeah, it's it's not unfun, but that was it for me. I, I you know it, it was. It, it was it, it, it's sort of the negative of the round table if you say okay i want i want to get to a certain point in the round table then that that makes me kind of at least for me anyway i i'll i'll wind up rushing through a quest when really that quest deserves you know like i, I it really deserves like like I should have paused after elder knowledge and said okay that that you know that's that's a pretty meaty quest line i should have paused there and and, and done you know transmundane a different day but i tried to kind of power through them all at once and for, at least for me at that time that was a mistake it would have been better for me for that quest if i'd really taken my time and because because it's a fun location it's a, it's a lot to do there but but if you're trying to kind of rush through it it's it's tough yeah it is a, we did this the first time too including discerning the transmundane and i think it probably would have been better to leave it leave it out because you don't really need to to complete it uh uh to to further the main quest line and, and black reach is definitely worth exploring it's it's a it's a it's a pretty cool place um, so I, I, as part of my character, I didn't do discerning the transmundane. She looked at that crazy old man and she said she's not going to give him anything to hurt himself with. So, just <laughs> the box with it. so she's not going back there. She didn't even, she never got the C, uh, was it Molag? Not Molag, Mel, um, Hermes Mora. Hermes Mora. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't come until you actually go back with the box. So, yeah, yeah. You didn't know any of that. Um, I would like to say I I have Lydia because she's uh, my spouse in the game, and um, I had a sort of like uh, oh no moment and then a oh shit moment. Um, we were fighting something somewhere, and um, I pulled back and went to do like a standing power attack, and then Lydia stepped right in front of me, oh. and it came crashing down, and I was like it was kind of like in slow motion. I was like oh no. <laughs> and a crack right down on the back of her. Uh, and that was my oh no moment. My oh shit moment was her health bar barely moved. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I really don't want to annoy her because literally didn't fucking move. Uh, I think uh, she might have got slightly OP. And um, Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good I think thing. It's yeah, I think it's because she's on. Uh, legendary so every all the other npcs including your followers have all got increased resistances and increased um sort of like damage where and yours is is less isn't it 
you you take damage it more easier more more damage than not everybody else in the game. I think that's yeah. how they've done the legendary thing. So. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, a, oh shit, I'm sorry, oh shit, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I like the uh, companion's insight from uh, the Black Book. This makes yeah. that not a problem at all. Yeah, and, and the fatality rates of my followers—that's that's a that's a handy thing for me to have. So, <laughs> yeah, you got some skills with that. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, Lydia, and uh, although Borgok was not my follower when she died, she was my assigned uh, roundtable. Uh, follower and I was going to go re retrieve her after running around with one of the others and she got gacked by a dragon right right as I was trying to go find her. That whole so, stronghold got wiped out. So Pat, are you like the uh, flip side of Andrew then? Yeah, in the sense that I despise followers and wish they were in the game. Yeah, yeah, in that sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that you kill all of them. It's it's always accidental, but not with For a sure. lot of regret. No, no, I, I, I <laughs> genuinely I I won't say that I regret it. Although I I did feel kind of bad about the dog because I killed him. You know that dog you can buy outside Markarth, that big like mm. wolfhound looking thing, uh, uh, vigilance, right? I think it's vigilance. Yeah, yeah. I think that <laughs> actually is Andrew's favorite follow up. Yeah, yeah. Woof, woof, woof. So yeah, so I, I bought vigilance, and, and no sooner than I than I had vigilance, than I took him into the stupid haunted house and uh, slightly you know, slightly hurt him. And then like he went all aggro. So I had to just kill him. So yeah, it's like, well, that, was, <laughs> yeah that was, that was not fun. You know, buy the dog and within, within 30 minutes, have it, he's dead because he, because he went all aggro on me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Followers and I don't, but don't tend to get along, but it, since I had the, uh, let's see, who am I rocking now? Let's see. Is it Argus? Am I back with Argus? Or who's the, uh, Who's the redhead who's basically redheaded Lydia? Um, oh, Uthgard. Is she, the, uh, is she uh, in uh, Solitude? Oh, no. Aona, she got short hair, redhead. Yeah, the short hair, and she's very similar to, uh, very yeah, similar she, to Lydia. Aona from um, Riften. Oh, Riften. Oh well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I think there's a couple. There's a couple of them that that are, that are pretty similar models to Lydia with you know, slightly different hair or whatever. If she's if she's got blonde hair. That's uh, the one from Solitude. Okay, maybe maybe, maybe it is the blonde. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, <laughs> it's always funny. I, I was running around with Argus for a long. Time. Argus was my first follower. I like didn't kill. Because <laughs> he, I had him. He, he was the one I happened to have tricked out in like you know the the, the full ebony and everything else, and he was he was pretty well protected from me. <laughs> so you don't put armor on them to protect them from all of the other yeah, yeah, yeah. You. I'm the most dangerous thing in their lives right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially the, the oh and horses I'm not good with horses either <laughs> that's why Arvac I, I'm a big fan of Arvac because uh, if you yeah, kill him he just comes right back all right, guys. Uh, so we uh, we got through everything we had planned to cover here. Um, anything else before we start uh, start wrapping up the show? No, I think we're pretty much done, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I think so. All right. So uh, actually, in just a short uh, week from I don't know if it's Saturday or so, I don't have the exact date, but but next weekend uh, the the roundtable crew will be picking up session five. Um, yeah, Saturday the fifth of March. Yeah, is it Saturday? Thank you, thank you. Or the fourth? Yeah. yeah, one of the other fourth. Yeah, Saturday the fourth March, and yeah. um, at five p.m. U.S. Eastern, uh, we shall be doing the quests 
Alduin's Bane, uh, A, The Fallen, and B, Season Unending, but only if you haven't completed the Civil War. If you have completed Civil War, you will not be doing Season Unending. And then uh, 14C will be Parthenax. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So that's some some uh, some good quests. Not, uh, I don't think any of those, other than of course the big fight with Alduin. There's none of those are. Uh, as, uh, I don't remember any of those being nearly so lengthy as uh, as the ones, but but obviously very pivotal kind of quests there. So if anybody's out there listening has feedback on those quests, we'll be doing. I'm sure we'll be doing a feedback episode in two or three weeks. So uh, look to get in feedback. You guys know how to reach the show, uh, uh, a Skyromatic Podcast at Gmail dot com or. Skyrim Roundtable? I don't know that one off the top of my head. Uh, anyway, there's a round there, there's there's in the show notes it'll be uh, all the email addresses where you can get in touch with us. We're all over the Twitters and the Facebooks and all of the places you you guys know how to get in touch with us by now. Uh so uh uh check out all the other great ASA content uh and you you know where to find that stuff too as as well. ASAPodcasting.com has has all the links and they're in the show notes as well. Um Everybody, thanks for joining. It's been a pleasure doing uh, the, the feedback episode with you guys. Marcus, glad you're able to join. Thank you. Victor, thanks for joining. Always a slice. All right. And Colin, thanks to you as well. Thank you for hosting, Patrick. It was an absolute pleasure. Very and well run. Thank yeah. you. Uh, a pleasure Excellent. for me as well. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we will see you next time when we pick up the, uh, the roundtable uh, for session five. Force, run